0: Your beauty
1: is our duty. fitness world or the fit and fab channel, the iHealth and iHealth Radio with your host, Hurricane H. Uh, Yes, you get it. Today is going to be about fitness. Um, And um, my guest will take us to a journey, his journey and his concept of uh, another model of fitness, but it's, it's it's beyond the obvious. It's not your typical what you know about it. There's more to what we're going to talk about today. It's about awareness. It's about more mentorship. There's more things that we're going to cover today. In the world of fitness, we've talked about many things over the, the past few years, and we've had different angles, different guests, different topics, different modalities, but there's always new things, and there's always new resources. And today I have a founder of a concept, and I refer to it as a concept for now, uh, the concept of gymnasio. Now, it is a gym, but but not like every other gym. And and that's the good news. All gyms have their own signatures, So, but today we have a unique approach. So with me I have Michael Hughes. Michael, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks, Eric. I appreciate it.
1: Ah listen it's been it's been uh, great to have you on and uh what well, to, to to have you <laughs> booked actually for to be on and I'm 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 so happy that you know we had a brief discussion before the show and uh I am intrigued about your concept because you know I looked at the stuff and you do a lot of things I mean you do have a facility and you are the founder this was your baby and I want to go back to that journey like you know that your background and then what drove you to actually start Gymnasium.
0: Yeah, it's a uh, it's uh, it's a story that I actually thought was a was something that like was a bad like oh no I failed, but um, you know tw- you know looking back at the past like there's always a path there's always something you have a goal to get after but you're not sure how life's going to get you there, and uh, it really it really goes back to working out in eighth grade, like in eighth grade fitness to me, which was like fitness, like th- the traditional fitness, you know, we're talking yeah. about like yeah. bench press, squat, curls, you know, physique, physique fitness, Arnold Schwarzenegger fitness, as, as I like to say, <laughs> it, it, it provided me something that I didn't have as a little kid. It was like, there, there was an internal confidence. It was a discipline. It was a, it was a trusting in myself and I'll spare the story Be. Before my eighth, eighth grade um, revelation, but uh, it gave me something that um, it, it blew my mind, and I realized that that then, and then that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I wanted to help people in movement, and so I thought long and hard about it, and talked to a bunch of people, and I said, "Gosh, what's the premier job in fitness <clears throat> in in movement?" And people said, "Oh, that's 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 physical therapy." No one knows more than them, you know? I mean, you know, you, you got a surgeon, but that's not movement, you know, that's that's isolated joint stuff. You, know, you really got to get after, you know, the physical therapy thing. So I was like, cool, that's what we're gonna do. So I went, I went hard, that's all I did. And that was my whole focus. This college I went to, um, the courses I took, and I tell you what, I didn't really realize until it was too, too late, but I am not designed to sit in a row of desks, learn from a seated position answer multiple choice questions, put on a backpack and walk back out of that classroom. Just not That's just not how I function. Unfortunately, the school system that I have been a part of my entire life is functioned that way. And lo and behold, I never got into physical therapy school, tried multiple times, multiple times. But I didn't let that stop what I wanted to do, which was to serve the human body and to essentially reverse engineer its functionality. I didn't know that at, the, at the time, that's what I was going to do. But I really love the problem solving concept. I like working with my hands. I like building stuff. I like, I, like do, I like yard work to be quite frank with you. I like manual labor. And so it was a cool job to have because a trainer's job is really a blue collar job, but with a white collar mindset. At least that's how I pitch it. So I end up finding, um, seriously, through the, the grace of God, the universe, that, that some amazing black sheep physical therapists who, if the APTA, the American Physical Therapy Association, could have kicked them out, they, w- they would have. They would have said, get out of here. You're too, re- you're too rebellious. <laughs> and uh, it was these physical therapists who said, you know what, we're going to provide an education. A guy's named Gary Gray and Dave Tiberio said, we're going to provide education to anyone who wants to learn. And so as a trainer, I knew that there was something missing from my ability to help clients get beyond a stuck point, whether it be a movement dysfunction, whether it be a mental kind of setback that just I I wasn't encouraging them the way that they needed to be encouraged or it was just I just didn't know how to think appropriately I was being told what to think all the time all the certifications, I travel all around the country they tell me what to do what to do what to do but no one ever taught me how to think how Mm -hmm. to think for myself for the person in front of me versus the you know bell-shaped curve of, a, uh, of an experiment or some sort of protocol system. So when I dove into that <clears throat> training, which was designed for physical therapists, I opened up gymnasium at the same time. And I took that, that information and said, well, I'm not a therapist. I don't work in the clinical setting. So I'm going to design it and recreate it for fitness for the trainer. And that's what we, we've been doing for the past 13 years. We've been saying, how does the personal trainer and the physical therapist become one in a non-medical white coat society where we can control the outcome and the intake at the same time? We can prevent people from going to the medical side of the things, and we can take people who have not had the best result from the medical side of things or when it's just ended because insurance stopped, and you actually get them beyond just functional. I can go to the bathroom and get into a car, but actually enjoy a movement with the capacity, comfort, and capability that life requires. And so we built a business on it, literally. And like I said, we do it for the past 10, 13 years. For the first 10 years, we just had our, our, our head dug in the sand. We're just, this is what we're doing. And we just we just crushed it. We just went after it, it started from 700 square foot you know, room to now to a 13,000 square foot facility. Um, hundreds of clients and now we realize wait a minute like this is unique i thought it was just normal i just yeah this is what everyone's doing but we live in a very small small town in central coast california so we didn't really have a whole lot of influence and then we realized wait a minute um this needs to be the future the future of the trainer doesn't have to be just a trainer who counts reps makes things challenging and has some accountability. But it doesn't have to be that person who says, well, what's, I just got to go to grad school now, spend a hundred grand and actually not really get taught how to actually cure or fix or go to the root cause of movement dysfunction. Talking about physical therapy, not physical therapists, this, they, you know, that's a different breed. I'm talking about the industry of physical therapy. And so how can I have that in-between zone? So we're creating a brand new profession. Instead of just keeping it here in this small town of San Luis Obispo, we're creating a brand new movement per, uh, profession that uh, will kind of be called like the human movement engineer or the true kinesiologist, which is pretty much doesn't exist in the you know 50 states of America. Um, but we have a lot of degrees out there of kinesiology. There's no one who really is a kinesiologist. So we wanted to put a change to that. We going to put that, that that trainer who has that capacity. That's my <laughs> life story as a professional.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna say, wow. Okay, that's that's the first day. I mean, that that's pretty intense. And um, first of all, congrats on what you've achieved. And uh, I always admire people who actually have. A vision and they do whatever it takes to achieve that vision and and, and attain whatever it is behind it and y- you know you've you've touched on a lot of things now i want to break it down a little bit but the concept of creating a whole new that's why i said a new concept a new yeah field if you want to call it that way and by the way there's nothing wrong with that all the the, the science that we have so at a certain point it didn't exist and somebody kind of come up with right. this their own, you know, stuff and it becomes a thing, right? So you are an innovator and a pioneer, I would say. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's beautiful. <laughs> so, you know, I love that about people that actually are ingenious. They create something that is different or they take what's existing, but with a different angle, because not everybody fits in, you know, in a particular order or a particular format. And you just mm-hmm. create a whole thing where it's mashing up two different concepts really and, I love what you said about movement, 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 and and it's it's all about movement. And and I've had so many shows with, with chiropractors, with therapists, f- physical therapists, with fitness world, and even doctors. And it's the word movement comes along a lot of few times in between. You know, it's like almost the common theme, and it's powerful because we don't think about it when you know I've been in in, in the martial arts world myself, and I've been in fitness world, but you, you you don't hear that all the time. Like the word movement, we train. You know, you train right. You do stuff. You build. But that word movement, you know, even for some people that may not be as fit, you know, sometimes the word fitness is scary enough. They right. then that kind of pushes them away from it. But when you talk about movement, well, I can do that. I can move, you know. Yeah. And of course, at different levels, we have levels, to move. Yeah, yeah exactly. we have to move. But it, it changes the dynamics, your approach, how you would literally, you know, see. I mean, it's really like if I I make it like you said, it difficult. You'll probably push people away but if i make it acceptable and it's it's tailored according to your level and it's different and so that's changing but i love what you said i mean this is something that you started eighth grade that was your first thing and and it stayed with you and yet you wanted to do the physical therapy but but you you went through the journey and that's again i'm going to talk about the the i guess the the strategic or the planning or the vision part of it right uh, you as a young person, you know, thinking about well, that's my future and you really stuck to it. But then you realize there's some piece of it that's not going to be the best for you because you're just not your typical person that wants to go to that. And by the way, there's there's nothing wrong with that. You know, not everybody is yeah. not, everybody's yeah. different on how they accept the information. Uh, there is a system that's been established by some people over the centuries or the years. And we got accustomed to it. Doesn't mean that's the only system. There's there's multiple ways to skin a cat, as they say. And so everybody learns different. And and believe it or not, I mean, it's funny. I Elon Musk said something the other day. I was looking at one of his, uh, you know, TikToks or shows, whatever, one of his clips, like reels. He says you don't even need a college degree now. Not that I disagree with the fact of college degree. I mean, you you could have a college degree. It's okay to have a college degree. But he's right in a way. Today, if there's formal education which is the standardized format that everybody wants you to have to get into the door for employment. That's like the criteria for selection, but then that doesn't mean intellect and knowledge is limited to that. You can have more knowledge in the palm of your hands with, with an iPhone, with Google right now on YouTube, you can learn plenty of the stuff and, and, and certification. True. I mean, Google has their own yeah. certifications and licensing, right? So, so it's amazing that obviously 50 years ago, you need a library to learn. You need books right. and books and books and books. You couldn't ask Siri about a question and get a quick answer. <laughs> you right. know, you didn't have AI to help you. There's so many things that change. So we have to right. adapt with the times. But but I love that. So so you saw yourself in, in an area that may not be you, but you turned that. And, and yes, now you learned different things, but you saw the opportunity to create a whole new concept. And you did. It didn't stop you. Now, 13 years is not, it, it's, it sounds like not a lot, but it's a lot when you have a business and you operate and you see that business growing. I mean, I've been in, in, in my media for three years and I can see every day a little progress and it's its exciting. 13 years of progress is a lot more. So <laughs> I, I, I admire everyone that actually took the journey of interpreter, being an entrepreneur and, and taking it to that and they're taking the risk with it. It's not easy. And building it. And not only that, building a brand, building a, a whole new ideology which again that's the other thing like you want to create that awareness in the world you said it you started in a small town with a small you know uh facility and now you have a huge facility that's beautiful By the way, i i do i'm i have your your uh, gym in front of me on this side. <laughs> so I'm looking at right it here. So it's, it's gorgeous. So folks, you know, you'll, you'll get to check it out on, on the description of the show. When you click on the website, you'll see it. Uh It's awesome. But, but it's, it's different from your typical gyms, at least looking from, from what I, I see and, and, but you have different programs, but you established that as a system, as a whole new foundation for people. Now, Uh, I I even admire some of the services you have because I looked at something that I'd never seen in a gym before. (laughs) Please,
0: uh, yeah,
1: And I'll tell you which one that is. And and, um, actually it's the female pelvic core. And we'll talk about that Uh, because, you know, people come to the gym, they buy a membership, right? They they look at it from that end. And so they have classes and they have machines. You can get a personal trainer and, you know, whatever you want to work, you can work out. But, but there's no specific programs to work certain parts and deal with certain, you know, uh, I guess, problems that occur from just natural life. Uh, in right. this case, in this case, birthing is one and, and childbirth, you know, can have some sort of a, a damage, you know, uh, level that needs to be reversed in, in, in the fitness world. I mean, we... We don't look at that in the fitness world. It hasn't been, I haven't seen it before, to be honest with you. I've not seen it in the gym and I've been to quite many and I've, I've talked to a lot of fitness folks. Uh, it's just not something that's happening. I mean, I'm just, that's one example. I mean, ultimately you have all the others, the performance, the movement, the nutrition is a key. Uh, and so these are all your concept. So now let's break it down. You start all this with the idea of having a whole new format. And I'll, I know you, and I talked briefly about the, the new program that you actually uh, just launching right now. And so that we're going to take some time to spend on that. But let's talk about your programs and how does it work for someone when they join your program, when they join your system. Yeah. Uh, what are what are the things that are offered or available to them?
0: Yeah, I think uh, it, it, we've learned the hard way, I think, through the industry. But, um, you know, it used to be just go to the big bucks gym, you yeah. know, and that's, that's where I started. And nothing wrong with that thing. But people walk in and they just are there. And when I was my first personal, you know, first job as a personal trainer, my job was to show people around and be like, hey, this is treadmill zone. This is free weights. That's a group X class over here, you know, stretch area. It's a juice bar, you know, that kind of thing. And what's interesting about that is we've segregated our own body, our own functionality, you know, why would we have treadmill alley over here and weightlifting over there? And it's almost two different gyms. Literally, people just kind of go this way and rarely do they go down. Rarely. But if you look at sport, especially youth sport, and you look at the development of children and how we actually move fundamentally, team sports is like one of the most, it's one of the most popular things in the world, in the world. Mm-hmm. is playing with other people i'm not trying to get too deep in the fit in the you know physiological uh, excuse me in the um philosophical uh, uh, ends of movement here but it's just the truth it's just undeniable so if you look at play you look at just even this the concept of just any park even even the modern day park mm-hmm. there's bars everywhere there's the designers of parks, they understand they, they need multiple angles, multiple opportunities, high, low, left, right, climb, crawl, slide, swing, like all these different patterns in it. And we know, we've studied it, what it does to the human brain, especially the, the, the developmental brain. And so why did we, as an adult, like, ah, oh, those things don't matter anymore. Just go get on the elliptical, go just do a, a fixed chest press that follows a track like it, it, it's like we tried to we try to break the body part into you know, the body into parts but it's not it's one piece mm-hmm. you know it's one piece the skin can't do anything without the organs the organs can't do anything without the skin the bones can't do anything without the muscles muscles can't do anything without the nerves nerves can't do anything without the bones you know it's just like so fascinating it's just like and we can't just move pure sagittal plane forward and back it's it's impossible there's always what we call three-dimensional movement in everything Certain ones are bigger than others. But, and then if you look at the concept of of high performance sports and you look at throwing a ball, hitting a ball, right? So that covers a lot of sports right there, right? Hitting a ball is a lot of sports. That's tennis. That's that's golf. That's football at times. That's soccer. And if you look at the primary movement that we're doing to produce enormous amounts of power. The answer is pretty clear. It's rotation. It's rotation. Now I'm not saying we have to just only do rotational training, but if you look at a typical gym scenario and you look at what things rotate, I bet, I bet it's a 90, if not 95%, not that in that facility. It's only 5% of the, of anything at the basic gym that actually spins and rotates. So it's very fascinating how we've done a really good job of of, um, breaking that down. So when we built gymnasium, we realized, like, how does the human body actually move? Mm -hmm. And the education that I was provided says, well, A, first of all, we have to understand there's basic principles. Three-dimensional movements, like one of the foundations, you can't rip that away. But it's not so easy. It's just pure forward and back, pure side-to-side, pure rotation. It's always a mixture. So at least you can start any basic person by just taking your basic drills. Let's just take your basic push-up. And actually, let's just take it and say, let's let's add multi-dimensionality to that position, which is basically a shoulder width, basically just call it that, right? Basic spot. But we can move your hands in a forward and back position. We can move your hands in a side-to-side position. We can move your hands in a rotational position. That's not that crazy, right? We kind of already diamond pushups. We've already done that. You know, this is just incline bench press for what this hand and this is, decline bench press for this hand. This is a wide bar grip, a narrow bar grip, right? So that's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Let's even just take a plank, a plank, just to go fashion plank. Why do we hold it? Why do we say static? Like why? Is that the way the body moves in real life? Is that the way we learned how to crawl? Is that the way that we move... In, on the field, Is that the way that we wrestle? Is that the way we do any sort of martial arts? No. No, 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 no. Is it bad? No, it's not bad, but it's incomplete. Why do we only lunge forward and backwards? And maybe just a lateral lunge. Why don't we do a crossover lunge? Why don't we do a rotational lunge? Why do we always run forwards? Can we run backwards? Can we run sideways? Why do we always shuffle sideways? Can not we shuffle forwards and backwards? It's like, you kind of see where I'm kind of taking this thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. why don't we do the cornucopia of movements that our body has the capacity to do. Well, it was taught to me that it's dangerous. Why is it dangerous? So I'm going to become a, th- a, a three-year-old here. I have a, th- I have a three-year-old. He always asks the questions. Why? <laughs> why, 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 why?
1: That's a well, powerful question.
0: <laughs> it's a powerful question. And we can't be afraid of saying, I don't know. Or we can't be afraid of saying, you know what? I think we're missing it a little bit. I think we maybe went down the wrong path. Who gives it? That just let's change. That just change. I love Elon Musk for that same purpose. Does the car always have to have an internal combustion engine? No. Why does it? It works. Should we do something different? If it's better. So let's so kind of the same thing. So when we do our programming, just from our general group training and conditioning, we do we follow two major concepts. One, one size does not fit all. One size fits one person so we must be as individual as possible in our program though we still do group training right so that's a bit of a paradox there but it's it's important Mm -hmm. two we have to move how the body authentically moves outside of the facility if we don't follow those two rules then that's fine we're just a normal gym we're just a normal spot that's just going to have normal results well we we know that where that's gotten us not great. I mean, you know, there's some great people, but the biggest epidemic in our history of our nation wasn't COVID. It's unhealthiness. It's obesity. It's, you know, it's, that's not just a nutritional problem. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a yes. That's an everything problem. So let's start where we all started as little kids movement movement. That's where we all started. I'm not saying that's going to solve all the problems. My five, five, no way. You've had some amazing guests on here. A lot of it's a lot of things, but we can all start with movement. So we have a class that's a demographic. So we have a group class. It's like, it's like, think about why do we have freshmen JV and varsity? Cause the freshmen would get freaked out if they played next to the varsity. They would just, I'm out of here. Freak them out. <laughs> why don't the varsity play with the freshmen? Cause they would get bored. You know? So it's not that we have to segregate people, but we have to keep athletes with athletes. Like we have to, we have to make people feel inspired by the people around them, not freaked out or not bored. Mm-hmm. So we, we break up our groups into different segments of demographics. So then we can get pretty individual based on our demographic. Does that take a little bit more programming, a little bit more resource management, a little bit more structure in your business? 100%. But so what? And then also we must train with the authenticity of what the body has outside of the facility. So our goal is like if, if you do a movement inside of our facility and we can't give you a good why, now that's a tricky question or tricky comment because there's a want and a need. <clears throat> and some people may just want to do a, a scissor kick on the ground, a supine scissor kick. Is that a good enough reason for that person to continue their fitness journey? It is. Is it going to f- fix their lower back pain or make their core truly as functional as it needs, needs to be? Not even close, but it's still a want and a need. So we can, you know, we can, we can shove, right? There's a mental and a physicality side. So if we don't, can't, can't give you a why that's sustainable, then we'll throw that drill out. It's just gone. It's gone. So it's really important. So now when you see us have workouts, workouts kind of look like you're playing baseball, kind of looks like you're playing basketball, kind of looks like you're actually crawling at a park, kind of looks like you're just having fun. Now, is it organized, is is it scripted, is it dialed in 100%? Do we hit all the muscle groups? Yes. Do we follow push, pull, hinge? Not really. We have new terms to designate our programming standards. Instead of the push, pull, hinge, lift, all those things like that, right? We have four different terms. Locomotion, which is, oh, that's a big range. That's a huge range. Spirals, diagonals, and spherical that's how we program locomotion spirals diagonals and spherical so what movement patterns and what drills do you know in traditional fitness that's a rhetorical question that fits those realms and a lot of people oh, look I, at me like i don't know you know I, I I I think would, of, yeah
1: i wouldn't, <laughs> it's kind of like, I wouldn't take it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah but, I, but I, the, I get i get the concept yeah, though. Right. i
0: love it yeah but the concept is we do it all the time we do it all the time we just don't have the awareness that what we're doing because we're so fixated on physique training nothing wrong with physique training it's just limited significantly limited so we think we're fit and healthy but then we go try to do some yard work I'm like what the heck happened to my lower back gosh like, I I thought you know like I thought I could actually ski better it's like I'm actually getting worse now again I know what I'm saying is pretty bold and pretty linear like but the, the concept is, is that like There's the transfer isn't what we think it is. So let's adapt. Let's change. And, uh, wait a minute. I'll pause there.
1: Well, well, that's a lot. And, and, Michael, I think, I think what you've done, first of all, I love the, the, the why. When you ask the why, I mean, most people don't, don't do the why. They just do because it is. Yeah. That's what
0: they were told. (laughs) Yeah.
1: We, sure. You're not, you're not really typically, are conditioned or used to questioning everything and in, in, in around you. You just basically, this is how it is. It's how it's been done. You just do. And and when you start asking the why and why and why, that's when you start discovering more and more. And that's actually what made Pioneers Pioneers across. You're doing it in the context of fitness and and, and wellness. And you find that, and I love what you said about, we want to do things that people can adapt to in normal life, like outside of the gym and things like that. You're talking about the shifting and, and and the ability to do certain things in the same time in your own exercise where you can change different things without having to make a move from one side to the other. You're changing the dynamics of the traditional formula, which by the way, that's actually exciting. You know, we, again, we are talking through Zoom right now, right? Um, mm-hmm. This is this is technology that didn't exist ten years ago, right? Or maybe Skype yeah. did. I don't know. But but well, twenty yeah, years was ago, something
0: that yeah. But but even five years ago, someone said, "Hey, let's do a Zoom call." Back like, then, yeah, let's take a phone call. Yeah, let's do
1: a exact, call. Exactly. Well, so now? So, I mean, it's like yeah.
0: Now I want to do this. I don't want to do a phone
1: call. It, yeah. open, it opened the whole yeah. world. Actually, I don't like right. phone calls anymore. <laughs> no. I'd rather talk to someone. At least I can see them to see me. But but again, you're right. You have to adapt with the times. And we just got to keep moving. And you keep challenging the status quo. And you did. And, and you changed it to a new way. And I'll, again, kudos to the concept because it is different. It 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 is, it is basically the basic stuff with the new spin. That's the it, part it, of it. 100%. Yeah. That's,
0: yeah. <laughs> It is. Yeah, you
1: know. it's not even like you know. Wow, this is like different rocket science. It's not. No, it's science. not
0: like we're making Wi-Fi here. You know, this is this is not quantum <laughs> physics. You
1: know, but, but you know, it, 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 maybe it is. It is actually. <laughs> it is. Yeah, <laughs> because you're really, you're you're talking yeah. about dimensional stuff here. So yeah. so we're definitely yeah. into the realm. But 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 the ideology is that you you are touching on new things and helping the individuals different. And I love what you said about you know you don't. Uh, by the way when you were talking about the concept of varsity and so on and so forth i think about it in martial arts i mean when you're uh you know you got a, a white belt you, you don't hang out with the black belts i mean you're not in their class of course sometimes you do but typically you're not going to do the stuff you have no clue what's going on in there and everything looks very dangerous and fast and quick you but then in time you start adjusting and then adapt to the next stage and next stage and once you're ready to get into that mix you do it and vice versa these guys I we we have a joke. I mean, the most dangerous, you know, uh, students in a in a gym in martial arts are the white belts, <laughs> because right. when you teach them a technique, they'll destroy you because they don't have the finesse that that you take, and so they take you down harshly. <laughs> so, so when you get to uki with someone that is brand new, it's it's tough, man. You you feel the pain. But by, by the way, folks, you know, just no joke. I love I love all my 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 uh, fellow martial artists. You know, any level. It's a it's great stuff, but, but it's, it's just an inside joke, but because to be honest with you, when you're still new, you don't know the, 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 the finesse of things, right? You're rough and you just right. do it rough. And and yeah. you're right. The ideology that do you fit in all the other groups? No, you have to be where you are and adjust slowly, but surely get to the next. So you've, dis- you've figured all these things out and, and you create these programs. And I love what you said. You, you're, you have classes, but you're also individually tailored, so you're doing it both ways. So, yes, you can have – by the way, how big are the classes? Are they large classes or small classes?
0: Um, you know, I, I would say that they're um, – I would say it's, it's small group fitness. So, any, okay. so our max is 18.
1: Oh, that's, that's oh. a decent size. Yeah, it's, it, it is. It's,
0: you know, so, so the, the paradigm shift that we're trying to have trainers realize that you can't just do one-on-one training. That's not a sustainable career. You, you can do it. But you you you're not gonna earn enough. You're not gonna, you're gonna get burnt burnt out, or it's just not gonna work. You know, you know. I don't know I mean, very many sixty five year olds who retired from a career of one on one personal training, who have a good retirement, fed their family, kids through college. I'm sure they're out there, but it's, I mean, very small.
1: Uh, no, no, very I, small. I would agree with you. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it is. It is tough as a personal trainer to to con- to consistently continue doing it for years and and really make a decent living. It's tough. Yeah. It is not. So, is it not? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it's just not sustainable. I mean, yes, you have those few out there who have those clientele that can do that, but yeah. So, however, we're graduating twenty-eight thousand students from kinesiology degree every year. I think I'm right on that number. If not, I'm not that far off. So 20,000 students per year come out of college with a job that doesn't exist. I mean, it, it, seems, it's, it seems weird. So you have to have one-on-one training, but you, to us in our, our method, you also have to have semi-private training. Now semi-private training is the, is the hybrid between group and one-on-one, mm-hmm. where it's still one-on-one programming, still one-on-one programming, very important, individual, but those four athletes, up to four athletes can share the coach's time. They don't need one-on-one attention. But maybe they need a little bit more attention than group Mm -hmm. and then the final phase is that group if you can have that ecosystem i know it's not a true ecosystem but if you can have that setup then you can now take in in you can intake clients train them and condition them to move to semi-private which is now cost savings significant cost savings but also a profit increase to the business when you can have a win-win Now we're creating a business. Now we're creating a sustainable business. Sustainable is the key word. Then once they want to maybe actually say, "Hey, I just want to train and condition myself, then it can go down even a further tier and have three times a week, four times a week. And then whenever that injury happens in group, which it will happen, it's not a question of if, it's a matter of when. Because everyone walks through every single fitness store with a dysfunction. Already they brought the garbage with them. If you think the person that you married or dating is perfect. You're going to have a tough relationship. We all bring our dysfunction, our our own garbage. That's not a bad thing. What do we do about it? What do we do about it? So instead of kicking that person out to a PT or chiropractor, which is not a bad thing, sometimes it has to go there. But what if you can fix that movement dysfunction before it becomes ugly, before it becomes needed as an adjustment or as an orthopedic matter? I think trainers can do that. In fact, I know trainers can do that. They just don't have the understanding, awareness, and education to break down the body into its universal components. Universal components is the key word. Universal, all parts move together, and fix it before it becomes too ugly. And then they go back to the one-on-one training, hanging out there for a few weeks, and then just keep cycling through. Isn't that? That's the model that we all need to have. To create a one-man show. You can do it be a one-man show and and do that, one woman show, excuse me. Right? Now, but here's my next comp- here's my next process. Tell me a great restaurant that you really like, that only one person works there. They serve you, they wait saffron you, they cook for you, they do the books, they clean the dishes, they <laughs> right?
1: Uh, I, maybe there is. I don't know. I've, yeah, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> there's a
0: taco truck out there. That's one person, right? I mean, I'm just saying like, you know, let's look at the broad market here. Yeah. So why was, why is fitness so segregated from the, from the coach, from the business owner? Why are coaches? Ah, you can't, nope. Don't look at my clients. Don't look what I'm, I'm doing. Like, sh- I, I believe fitness facilities, fitness owners, entrepreneurs in this space, personal trainers, need to treat their businesses like restaurants. You need a team. If you want to have a sustainable life, you have to create a team. Does that have to be huge? No, of course not. But if you want to enjoy the passion of this career, which it is one of the most passionate careers out there. Like no one in the fitness industry has low passion. You just wouldn't be there. It just wouldn't happen. Cause you don't go in for the money. You don't go in for the for the um, economics of time. right? Even because you love to help people, you have a heart of gold, bleeding heart to help people. So you have to have a you have to have a team. No more solo artists. So, and then my last comment is: we need to stop treating fitness as, and this is my opinion. I may ruffle some some feathers here, nothing personal. We have to stop treating fitness like we treat food. Oh, just franchise it. Find the simplicity, get it down to the core essentials, and blast it out there. The franchise food world is destroying our nutrition. Even the franchise farming world is destroying our nutrition. We need to create more Michelin star coaches who can build a concept that people get attracted to. There's a quality there that is undeniable, but there's a uniqueness to fit that demographic that community, that culture. So if we take a chapter out of the restaurant field, I think the fitness, I think we could save the world. I really mean that. sounds like a tall order, but I think we can provide a health and vitality movement that will rock the world. Got to start with us because we're pretty messed up. We're pretty (laughs) messed up.
1: Well, Michael, you've touched sure. on a lot of things, and you know what I mean. Certainly, there's skeptics, or maybe some critics that may say, "Well, your concept, you know, may sure. maybe not what we, you know, they can challenge it." But what I love about one thing in this world is that everybody's got their own way of doing things and there is room for everybody to be in the market and everybody's got a new angle. And typically when you bring something new to the table, people look at you like, you know, well, you challenge everybody, like you're you're the odd, the the black sheep of the family, right? It, It happens. But you know what? That's what makes pioneers, pioneers and innovators, innovators is you don't really stick to the pack. You highlight yourself differently. But I love what you said about the franchise world, not not. I have no problems with franchising in terms of like a, as a concept, and business wise. But you're right from from a, a concept of how how uh, boutique it is and things like that. You, they just make it as a system, and this is it. It's easy to sell. It's kind of like here's the the formula. Take it and let's make some money. So it's more mm-hmm. about the money as opposed to probably the service part of it or the actual outcome. Yeah. Uh, yes. When you're a boutique, and- you boutique. Your signature. I mean. A, a real chef, you know, doesn't have a franchise. I mean, I, I don't know of a, a real chef that actually franchises his name to others. You know, maybe they do. I don't know.
0: <laughs> there are a few out there. There are a few, but again, we're lucky we you know, it, it, it isn't the, it is, it should be commonplace, right? Yeah, It should be commonplace.
1: Well, again, yes. but, but, but that, by the way, even if there is right, it's okay. There yeah. are, you know, you, there are formulas that are simplified enough that you can do that. But if you really want to Good, good thing. You know, you'll have that signature, whatever, in the food world. You want to go to that mm-hmm. space where the actual owner is the chef, and and they do the stuff, and they give you something that is unique and experience. You know, beyond that, right? Um, but, but, but in your world, in the fitness world, uh, what you're doing is innovative, is different. Now, you talked about the programming that you have for uh, new trainers, or. Mm-hmm let's talk about that in details. Like, you know, what does that entail for people that are listening right now, watching, they want to be part of it. How does that work? I mean, it's certainly a whole new concept than your traditional, you know, gym trainer business.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, we all, we've all had to, you know, do a NSCA or NASM or ACE or ISSA. You know, those are, those are good places to start. I don't want to, you know, I've, I've kind of beat them up a little bit and I think they deserve to be beat up a little bit, but for the concept of it is like they're getting people started mm-hmm. and that's, and that's a good thing. But like you said, a white belt's dangerous. So is a brand new certified trainer, a lot of passion, not very much experience and expertise on the finesse, right? Just telling someone to do a burpee and run on a treadmill and the step mill and do some sit-ups. I wouldn't call that coaching, you know? So we have to take that person, has all the passions, the desire to learn. And, just, and it's really just wants to know as much as possible. And that was me. I want to know as much as I possibly could. And I only knew the traditional routes. So we have to create something that's, that fills the gap, right? That progresses the industry intelligence, not, not just f- fulfilling hours in a, in a day, you know, just checking off boxes. So, what we realize is that we created a not only a, a, a great business model and i'm not talking about franchising what we're doing that's I'm, go against what i'm just saying
1: mm-hmm.
0: but we figured out this the operational systems that supports the webbing right it's the webbing that supports the skill set like and i it's cuz we have so our we built a mentorship and this is kind of the the biggest thing like fitness has a lot of certifications you watch something on a screen you go Try to do it. And there's a lot of lost in between because there's no, like we forgot that this is a blue collar job. Personal training is manual labor. If you don't think it's not digging a ditch, I I get it. But it's, it's when I go home, I'm tired. I'm tired. Seven hours of training is a long day. (laughs) And if you don't know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about, just give it, give it a shot. You don't want to talk to anybody. You don't want to do anything. You want to sit down and watch some Netflix. You know, I'm not again. I'm just overplaying <laughs> it here, but it's really a challenging job, and to do that day after day after day it beats you up. It really does. So we have to give the skill set to say, wait a minute, how do we create a mentorship that really coaches people like an apprenticeship would back in the day? Because mm-hmm. We're talking about a hands and labor job here. It's not just all intellect. It's actually both. So, through this mentorship, we've created this concept. Like we have to have coursework, we have to have conversation, just like you and I are having right now. Honest, real feed feedback about situational awarenesses, and we must build a community. So, if you don't, if, if we're if we just make more siloed coaches, then we're losing it. We have to build a community. So, it's all about saying. How do we understand the the principles? And I really mean the word principles like undeniable truths of physics as it relates to the human body. We have to understand that at a deep, deep level. We have to understand, and so we talk about that. We have to understand the the biology uh, as it relates to movement at a deep, deep down Now we can go to cellular, you know, organic chemistry. We're not going to talk about that. You know, it, it has to do with movement, but not not at our level. And then we have to understand the psychology, the principles as we know them today of movement, of fitness, as it relates to the human body. So we got to be those three three things. But that just makes us a good practitioner. We also have to be a great coach. I grew up following the Chicago Bulls, you know, in the 90s. I apologize for anyone who doesn't know the Chicago Bulls in the 90s. Some of the best basketball in the world. Some of the best. There's, there's been greatness, too. How did... It, how did The Bulls come together with Pippen, Rodman, and and Jordan. We're talking about some type A individuals. How did they come? They had a great coach. They had a great coach who let them be themselves, but taught them how to be teammates. It's very important. So we have to be great coaches, but we also have to be good business people too. Mm I'm not talking about shrewd business people. We have to understand systems and how the systems of those systems create your sustainability as a person. So we really cover all those chunks And a mentorship that's six months long that goes week by week, just like a course, and you are with people, you're not by yourself. Very important. You go with people and you get to learn and correspond back and forth. And at the very end, are you some wizard of movement? Of course not. It was only six months long, but you have the building blocks to start layering on why. And now it's not like I just was told something to do. I understand how to find the answer myself. Critical thinking is really what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. and a very complex organism called the human body, mind, and soul. And we, as movement practitioners, have to understand all those components, not like a therapist, not like a pastor, but kind of like a little bit of all of them because we need to come come together because we have a a human being in front of us um, that's not just a machine. So it's really fascinating. So it's a really cool, cool program. It's been transformative. And uh, the coaches that have gone through it have have really kind of come together and say you're like, wow, this is this is the that gap that I've been feeling in in my job in the industry. I just didn't know how to fill it. I just didn't know what to do about it.
1: So so Michael, this program now is available statewide, you know, I mean everywhere, fifty Worldwide. State, worldwide. worldwide. Know, even I, worldwide. Yeah. I've got, you know, yeah. this is done through through the technology. So yeah, I love it. I mean now you can most of the stuff is, and by the way, I enjoy it more because our shows go all over the world. So right. people, awesome. people that are somewhere in the world that may not have access to something that's innovative, now they have access to it. So I love that. Uh, and so, so now someone would register into this program. Um, if they're in the fitness world, they want to become part of those the, the mentorship program. They register. They basically are in this for six months commitment. And once they're done, yep. they get they get some sort of a certification. Or how does that work?
0: Yeah, it's actually it is technically a certification. Um, it's called the Multi-Dimensional Movement Coach. The Multi-Dimensional is not just multi-dimensional in movement, but multi-dimensional in everything. Um, MDMC is is what it's called, um, and we have and we have two classes per year. We have a class that's launching on May first. So depending on when this kind of hits hits the air, um, oh, it's this week. <laughs> no, there you go. Yeah, so um it yeah it's it's like going to school it's like going to school you have class times you have you know you also have it's also built for the profession you can you get uh, unlocked a week well a week of content you go through it at your own time but we have scheduled facilitator calls um, scheduled um group calls you know coaching calls mm-hmm. so it's it's important that you get that freedom to do what you want to do but it's also scheduled just like a client is scheduled every tuesday at 11 o'clock as an example mm-hmm. um and yes it is a certification yes it does fit the requirements of ceus for the rest of the world out there we're trying to cover as many bases as possible but um what it is it's a it's really that first stepping stone into becoming like i said kind of like the true kinesiotherapist the true essence of what it is to be a, to be a, someone who studies human movement. And uh, I think we've, we've lost that craft, especially from my college education as a, actually as a science kinesi- kinesiologist, we studied human movement as it pertains to machinery and fixed movement patterns. We didn't understand it from the biomechanics of movement outside of the weight room. So it's very fascinating. If we look at who are our customers, They're not people who are going to be on stages flexing their muscles. You know, against that,
1: but yeah. No, no, thank thank you. You know, it's it's funny because you talked about the certification, you broke it down and something came to mind. I mean, all the certifications that exist today, when you look at them, they started by a group of people that had some sort of, you know, format at a point Mm -hmm. or another and then became the certification to go to and everybody adopted them. Like everything else, somebody's got to start something new, and now it yeah. becomes the new norm. You want to be going to that. You want to have that asset as to your arsenal to ammunition yeah. when you go and present yourself in the world of uh, of fitness. So that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you're adding a whole new world, you know, and whole new uh ideology, practice, you know, and system to what already people know. I mean, yes, you're right. You you do the basic, you know, certifications through any of the uh, the, the ones that you mentioned, and um you know that's great. You can have five of them. You can have one. Some are better than others or more acceptable than others worldwide. Because I mean you look at fitness jobs and instructors, like we do you have this, do you have this? Do you have that? And all this stuff. Personal trainer, you have group class training, and which which school did you go to? Which certification you obtained makes a difference. But but all these just took enough time to build up, you know, the reputation and became the go-to ones. Now we have a new one, and that's that's yours. And I I like that idea because you're not typical like the others. You add in a whole different concept and angle that they don't have, and I don't think anyone does have what you already have now. What you you put in?
0: Yeah, I I, I hope someone does, but I haven't seen it yet. Okay, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't really seen it yet. You know, and it's it's true. It's like, and I want people to to kind of feel this out. Like, it's not. I don't want gymnasium to grow. I want the multidimensional movement coach to grow. You know, like it's really important it's really important that we that we push this industry forward cuz it is it is the one thing that can truly help the healthcare system excuse me the sick care system that we are currently in <laughs> like it really like preventable action preventable action it's so simple it's so simple but it's so challenging so how do we make challenging the simple we get passionate people to influence other people's lives in a way that says, "I can do that," and it's right. it's the use of the world. To be honest with you, you know, like we just how did we get how do how do how do we get our sons and daughters to brush their teeth at age two and three? It's influenced by the parent. It's passed down. Movement is not passed down. It was, but technology is only going to make us more sedentary, which is a really cool thing, actually. We don't have to farm and plow and a, and hunter and gather. That's a really cool thing. But with that cool thing becomes grave other consequences.
1: Oh, yeah. So let's
0: solve that. Let's solve yeah. it. Let's solve it now before we're literally the you know Disney Disney show Wally, you know, all stuck in chairs floating in space.
1: Well you know, y- you, know. Y- you know, Michael, I mean that's a big, big um area that, that's been really an issue and it's going to continue being an issue now more than ever because right. if you look at and by the way i've had doctors and I have different specialists talking about this whole concept about the technology uh, and the impact psychologically and physically i mean people today they eat more talking about obesity and all that you sit behind the computer gaming all the stuff i mean we're doing they, it now. They, yeah. yeah well i mean right now we're doing it for
0: yeah, i know i know
1: but 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 here's no. the thing you know people are doing this 24 7 they don't even move yeah. from this stuff you can door-dash everything, door-dash everything to your home. <laughs> everything right? comes to that's your house. True. You don't yeah. even have and to And it's leave. only going to get
0: cooler. It's only going to get better.
1: I- I'm telling you. you it know, it, it, it is, will. It, it's, that's right. But then if you don't, Get off and by the way even with the the physical stuff now you're thinking about it with meta you know you you know you get into a visor and now you sit in there and maybe you think that you're (laughs) somewhere it's it's again like to your point people have to be aware that technology is going to be great but there is a detriment to other things that if we don't pay attention to we're not worried about if we're not seeing what that means to us and have a plan against that to to kind of balance things off it's going to affect more people health-wise I love what you said. Sick care, <laughs> yeah. because because it's not really health. It's you know when you're sick, that's when you you get the care. That's it's cool. not when you're right. not. It's not preventative as as it should be, or you know avoiding it. Right. Unfortunately, uh, so so Michael, um, thank you for breaking that down as far as the the mentorship program. Now now your services just just uh, this is one of the biggest pieces that you know we want to you know talk about today. Obviously, we did. Uh, Now the other programs for your, for your gym, those are just localized just in, in, in the facility, or do you have like programs? Because I did see an app, you know, an app that you have and different programs. Is that, you know, available to people again, worldwide?
0: Yeah. I think it's very, very important that, you know, like uh, I want to, I want to thank COVID for a few things. And one of them is the digitization of fitness. It's been out there. VHS has been out there for a long, long time, but now it's, it's just in your face and it's, you know, a lot of it's, a lot of it's fine. It's okay. It's movement for the sake of fun. Yeah, you know, it is. It's okay. But it's really important that people, if it, they need to feel it right, you know, we're kinesthetic learners as well as audit and other cases, right? So if someone wants to kind of dive in, into this concept um, we have a lot of on demand um, programs that are kind of just follow along column workouts Um, But they don't have to be, you know, sweat and, you know, throw up on the floor workouts. And then um, we also have virtual training. And that's one of those gifts that has now become become common state. And the virtual training is pretty awesome. Because with movement-based training, you don't need a gym. You need gravity, four walls, and a floor, and you. And that's about it. And if we can't provide you with an exceptional workout or movement practice, as we like to say it, from those simple ingredients, then we're not good enough coaches. Now, is it nice to have a cool piece of equipment? Of course it is. Will it add more variety and pizzazz to your workout? Of course it will. But it's really important that um, now that we, now this is commonplace, what we're doing right now, and a two-dimensional screen is not that bad. It's not that bad. You know, our cameras are pretty good. So, you know, if, if, so in our semi-private programming, it's a hybrid, meaning we run that program virtually and in person at the same time
1: that's And it's so really cool.
0: been a very powerful, powerful program because it, it allows other people from other parts of the world even to say, wait a minute, this is different. And now they go seek out other trainers in that part of the world of the country to have the same thing. Um, and that's kind of how it goes, right? A, a good thing spreads mostly by word of mouth. Like no one's going to come. No one's going to complain about a good word of mouth marketing campaign. It's the, old, we have to watch out for the, yeah.
1: It's yeah. the oldest and the most traditional. It still works. <laughs> right, it still works. It, uh, and it,
0: it actually works the best. Everything else is trying to just mimic that in other ways.
1: Um, listen, if word, word of mouth is, is the most powerful. If someone says you're good, And by I experience it, I love it. You and we all do the same. Like you know, you want a lawyer, like use my lawyer. I've tried. You want an an, an accountant, you want my my coach, use my coach. You know, you want this. Always refer to people that you've had good experiences. You want a car mechanic, same thing. Uh, So people take your word for it if they trust you enough. And so it's important. And you're right. And uh, it's it's just perfect. So Michael, we're coming to the end of the hour here. So first of all, it's this was like completely awesome. I mean, uh, you know, it's just a whole new world of discussion and, and just, just again, it's a different approach to the world of fitness and changing the dynamics is always a good thing. And we give people something new. And I think more people today are going to listen and watch and be aware that this, this is available. And a lot of people are in the world trying to, to your point, my oldest son wants to be a personal trainer. He is actually at a gym. You know, this may be something that he will be, you know, more, into he's looking at certification this could be something for him but the idea is that it's it's understanding what this means to you and what it will do to you and how you become better at what you're doing and what services and what outcomes you're going to give to the world that is going to change the dynamics so Mm -hmm. i really appreciate you know uh, the time and 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 yeah, a wealth of knowledge here. you've wrote, you've broke it down you know to a lot of details and but i think it's important for the audience to see like where you come from in terms of the ideology and the concept itself and the application of it and the outcome and the results that that people can see both on their own whether they're on the mentorship program or your even clients you know because the results that they're going to see and they get are going to be different because you're working with them in a whole different level uh, and so that's like almost the next evolution of personal training. I would, I would refer to it that way. That's
0: exactly what we re- we refer to. Yeah, not re- get rid of. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, did, I didn't yeah, rehearse it, gonna, so that was good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we don't want to get rid of the personal trainer of today. It's not you know we don't want to get rid of the physical therapist. No, no, no. no. There's there's an in between step. There's you know there's something else. Basic personal training, good, but it's not enough physical therapy good but it's not enough and these two are too far apart
1: well you're, you're bridging, bridging the up. gap that's it yeah, uh, yeah. and by the way i love anything in the middle middle is always a good place to be here in the, <laughs> the center of the Especially field time of day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah you know it's you know oh yeah. man well so michael uh, any any last uh, you know advice our audiences uh, watching today, whether they're clients or whether they're potential, you know, trainers that you want to kind of get into this, this particular concept.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Someone told me this a a while back and, um, you know, something I always want to share because it just brought a a piece of of awareness to my life that covers all things. Hmm. And um, it's pretty much Aristotle. It's, you know, it's, it's basically what you repeatedly do is what you become. You know, it's like, so I want to share this with any coach or any athlete out there. You're always working out. Right now, listening to this, whatever you're physically doing, you're training your body to do it better. Is that what you want? And the really cool thing about it, it doesn't take a whole lot of time to reverse something that you've done poorly for a long time. It's like, always be aware. You're always working out. You're always training your your body, whether it's be sitting, laying, whatever the case is, be aware that what you ever want to be good at, do that more often. That's uh, that's what I want people to leave people with.
1: Well, Michael, that's that's powerful and we'll take it. I'm not going to add to it anything <laughs> this's been a great hour and and so much again, I learned a lot and i I'm I love it because I always learn you know stuff on these shows and I basically I take it first <laughs> I absorb it you know and and it's it's pretty good and it helps me in my own life and I apply a lot of the stuff and all the advice I hear literally I use it one way or the other you know at any given moment, you know, and I share it as well so thank you for being you know a wealth of information and the source of, of knowledge for me and for the audiences um so thank you so much for doing what you're doing and you know wish you all the best and great luck you know in, in pushing this and becoming the signature program and certification in the next you know generation and literally really being that hybrid that centered you know format where people can get the, the best of what where they need to be. And um, that's about it. So, folks, I hope you did enjoy the show, and you've learned quite a bit. And now, if you're in the fitness world and you're in in the training mode, guess what? You do need to seek out the information. Uh, by the way, the the website is gymnazo dot com, right? Um, if I'm not mistaken,
0: yeah. Uh, if, if you want to look at us as a, as a facility, gymnazo g y m n a z o. Or if you want to look at us from a training standpoint, from a from an education standpoint, it's gymnazo E-D-U,
1: Okay, and I'll have both, you know, links in the description of the show. So whichever way you want to go, (laughs) you have the opportunity to do so, but it's pretty do seek out do check it out. It's a great site, at least on I'm I'm looking at on my left here. Uh, Pretty good stuff, linear programs on demand, um, you know, so Plenty, plenty, plenty. Um that being said, so thank you for being with us. Thank you for watching, for listening I'm Hurricane Age. We'll be talking soon. New day, new show, new topic. <laughs>